Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 93 of season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Meet the Meeks was a comedy sitcom that aired from 1947 to 1949 on NBC Radio, originating on the famous WMAQ in Chicago, Illinois. It was a spin-off of the original sitcom Meet Mr. Meek, which ran on the same station from 1940 to 1942. Forrest Lewis starred as Mortimer Meek, the henpecked husband of Agatha, played by Fran Allison. Their daughter Peggy, played by Beryl Vaughn, and Uncle Louie, played by Cliff Subier, rounded out their household. Elmira Rossler played Lily, their once-a-week maid. The daily antics of the Meeks were broadcast every Saturday morning at 11 o'clock a.m. Most of the episodes of the two seasons have survived to this day for us OTR lovers to enjoy. Now, sit back and enjoy the December 20th, 1947 broadcast of Meet the Meeks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say, it's time for... All three. Did you hear what the lady said? I said, all three. All three is the margarine with a delicate, natural flavor. Yes, friends, that's what all the ladies are saying. All three. The margarine with the delicate, natural flavor. Twist. All Sweet Margarine invites you to Meet the Meat. Swift <laughs> and Company's family of favorite foods invite you to meet your favorite radio family, the Mortimer Meat, who live on Elm Street in Civic Center. It's just after breakfast in the little white house with the green shutters as Peggy Meat comes in with the morning mail. I wonder if Ethel answered my letter. Hey, did my comic magazine company she has? I'll take the bill, dear. Motto of the U.S. Postal Service. Quote, neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night can save these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. Unquote. Hmm. Here you are, Mother. Oh, thank you. Uncle Louis. Yeah. Father. Yeah. Hey, someone for me. Oh, Ethel did write. <laughs> well, what do you think of that? Hey, get a load of the crime avenger. And the classy tomato he's got working with him. Woo-hoo! I wish Elmer would quit sending me anonymous notes. It, anonymous, dear. Well, that's what I said, anonymous. Oh. And stop trying to disguise his handwriting. Yeah, well, I wish people would put a little personal sentiment into their bills. And they always just put down the amount and say, please. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, Clara, Bill's cousin on his mother's side, had twins. Hmm. A boy and a girl. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, I wonder who this letter's from. It says, Mr. Louis Leach, Esquire. <laughs> Kind of classy, eh? Esquire. Hmm. From Air's Presumptive, Inc. Uh, what's that presumptive mean, Nisi? Presumptive? Yes. Well, I think that means that they presume you might be an heir, Uncle Louis. You mean somebody might have left me some money? 
Hey, how about that, huh? Oh, Louie, do you think it's possible? Oh, why not? People get left money every day. Maybe it's some poor old lady I helped across the street sometimes. Oh, what, Louie, how thrilling. <laughs> you may be rich. Well, that'd be nice for a change. Hey, now, wait a minute, Morty. Watch them cracks about me. You may be glad to know me. I may even be able to be in a position to loan you a buck or two sometimes. Well, that'd be a switch. Yeah, now look here. I don't have to sit here and take them insults. Uh, now, now, Louis Mortimer, this is no time to be bickering. There may be nothing to this letter. And then again, it may change the entire course of our lives. Miss Peggy Meek, Aaron. Miss Peggy Meek, debutante. Miss Peggy Meek of Cafe Society. Oh, excuse me, dear, but what are you muttering about? Me? Oh, nothing, Daddy. I was just practicing. In case. In case what, Peggy? In case Uncle Louis has struck it rich. <laughs> With all the experience you good cooks have had recently, you know how to turn a turkey into a thing of beauty and joy. Simply by covering it with a double layer of cheesecloth saturated in melted all-sweet margarine and basting with additional all-sweet till His Majesty is a beautiful golden brown. Too little, however, has been said about to the surrounding vegetables. Favorite green beans, for example, are a real joy to eat when combined with fresh mushrooms which have been sautéed in all-sweet. Or for broccoli fans, sauté cooked chestnuts in all-sweet and pour over the broccoli. Now, if you're using all-sweet for the first time during this holiday period, you'll find, like so many other good cooks, that the delicate, natural flavor of all-sweet margarine enhances any food that's cooked with it, whether it's a party dessert or an everyday vegetable. And, of course, there's just nothing to top all sweet for hot biscuits, waffles, coffee cake, and the other hot bread you want to treat your loved ones to extra often during the holidays. So remember, all sweet. The margarine with the delicate, natural flavor. Are you quite comfortable, Brother Louie? Can I get you anything? Uh, yeah, you might get me another pillow, sis, uh -huh. for my feet. Oh, yeah, and another jar of them little pickles. Uh-huh. With a sandwich on the side. Uh, of course, Louie. I'll be right back. Uh, this is a living. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know. I never had the chance to try it. Quit mumbling, Morty. Quit mumbling. It annoys me. i got to think about my investments. Investments? Yeah. I'm laying here on the sofa studying how I'm going to put my money to work for me. Hey, Louie. Yeah? Hey, did you ever think of going to work yourself? He asked, knowing what he answered me. Are you kidding? Why should I think of going to work, especially now? <laughs> Morty, do you know what you see before you? Mm-hmm. Only I wouldn't say it out loud. Yes, Louie. <laughs> you see before you the result of kindness, helpfulness to other people, a product of good living. Hey, where's Peggy? Yeah, she's gone over to jail to... Advertise the product. You mean your Uncle Louie's going to be rich, Peggy? Real rich? Like he'll go around giving dimes to people? Uh-huh. Only Uncle Louie will probably pass out quarters. Inflation, you know. Oh, it just seems too good to be true. It sure does. Peg, hmm? how did it all happen? Well, this morning there was this letter from Heirs Presumptive. Heirs Prewitchtive? Heirs presumptive. That's a business that traces down people who've been left money by other people. The letter said that Uncle Louie had been left a legacy. And would he please correspond with him and that they'd see that he collected his legacy. So, did he correspond? He tried dictating a letter to me. It didn't sound very much like it came from an heir presumptive. It lacked dignity. <laughs> what do you expect from Uncle Louie? Dignity, too? 
So I decided that I'll take the problem to our room head at school. Dr. Furman? Uh-huh. I'm going to try and see if I can get him to write the letter. And after that, to act as sort of an advisor to Uncle Louie. Oh, that should be very interesting. <laughs> Imagine Dr. Furman giving Uncle Louie advice about one of Uncle Louie's classy tomatoes. <laughs> Here you are, Brother Louie, just the way you like it. Ah, thanks, Jackie. <sighs> Nothing like sipping your coffee out of your saucer. Yes. Hey, Morty. Well? I think maybe the first thing I'll do is to invest my dough in some stocks. Yeah. Maybe I'll start out by cornering the market. Yeah, and maybe you'll end up with a market on the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, do you think I ain't got no intelligence? I pass. Well, let me tell you a thing or three. I'm plenty smart, I am. All I need is opportunity. Which not, but once. Oh, I'll get it. Huh? It's probably opportunity. <laughs> well, if it's some financier, tell him to call me at my office. Uh, after I get it all. Hey, just a minute. Why, Dr. Furnish, come in, won't you? Ah, uh, thank you, Peggy, thank you. My goodness, how you've grown. Oh, I'm Peggy's mother. You mean she's your daughter? Yes. And you're her mother? Yes. What a coincidence. <laughs> my, my. Well, it's quite nippy out, isn't it? Uh, yes, isn't it? Yes, the wind whipped, and I've been nipped. Yes. It rhymes. Oh, Peggy, your daughter, asked me to come over. Something about her... Now, what was it? Must have a note on it somewhere. Let me see. Ah, uh, note for today. Awaken. I did that. Dress. I think I did that. Yes. Eat breakfast. Eat lunch. Eat supper. Undress. Retire. Sleep. My, that day went fast. Good night. Uh, good night. Oh, oh, wait, Dr. Furman. Yes? Uh, I must tell you the good news about my brother, Louis. He inherited... Oh, of course. That's why I came over. Your daughter, Peggy, told me about the legacy. Uh -huh. Yes. Well, let us go see this heir presumptive, shall we? Take my arm. Oh, Dr. Furnish. Go ahead, take it. I have two. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll take your arm, my dear. Oh, my, this is cozy. Good morning. First, I think I'll uh, check around the world cruise just to think things over and get ready. Uh, I'll, uh, well, well, hiya, Doc. Oh, Dr. Furnish. How do you do? You know, you both seem familiar. You boys aren't by any chance in one of my cooking classes. Oh. <laughs> you remember my husband, Mortimer, and my brother, Louis, Doctor? Oh, of course. How do you do, husband, Mortimer? How do you do, Louis, Doctor? Oh, uh, Louis, you are the one upon whom the bequest has descended, are you not? Hey, watch your language. You ain't talking to no ignoramus. I'm not? No. Well, you certainly had me fooled. <laughs> <laughs> Louis, dear, Peggy asked Dr. Fermi to come over and help you with your legacy. Oh, 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 well, why don't he speak no English? Sit down, Doc, sit down, Doc. Take the load off your mind. Thank you. In your company, that will not be difficult? <laughs> uh, that's better. A man in my position don't have to take no insult. Oh, you're right, Louis. Never sit up. Here's the letter, Dr. Fermi. The one Louis got about his inheritance. Ah, eh? Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, well, well. Yeah. Hey, find something interesting, Doc? Indeed. What? A new gravy spot on my vest. Yeah. Oh. See? <laughs> it blends rather well with the old ones, don't you think? Yeah, but, uh, well, look, excuse me, Dr. Fermi, yes. but uh, do you think there is any truth to what that letter says? Well, remember the old saying, Audetis Fortuna, you want. What, what? You want. <laughs> Who? Latin. Oh. Translated, it means fortune favors the bold, that's me, 
And the good, mm-hmm. that's you, Mortimer. Mm-hmm. Likewise, the dumb, Louis. What? Louis? Whoa. Come, uh. we will compose an answer to Air's presumptive. Brother Louis, Agatha, Dr. Furnish, driven from my own home. Oh, my goodness, it's cold out. Daddy, mm-hmm. Daddy wait for me. Huh? Oh, Peggy. Oh, Daddy, I saw you as I was leaving Jill's. Yes. Oh, where are you going, Daddy? I'm going down to Green's Drug Store. Oh. Peggy, dear, I, I feel desperate. Oh, Daddy. Yes, I do. My home is turning upside down, and your mother is playing nursemaid to your Uncle Louie. And as for your Uncle Louie, he said... Oh, no, you're too young to hear what I think about him. Oh, goodness, Daddy, I didn't think things would turn out like this. But it... Did you say you felt desperate? I certainly do. And you're on your way to Green's Drug Store? I am. Oh, Father, don't take it so hard. There must be some other way out. I beg your pardon. Be brave, Father. Don't take the easy way out. Have courage. Can I... Hey, old Peggy Meek, will you stop chattering nonsense and come along? Now, I told you I felt desperate and that I was going to Green's Drug Store. Oh, Daddy. Well, I am. Yes. I'm going right in and sit down and order a, a, a hot chocolate. Yes. And with a marshmallow float. <laughs> I'll show them. <laughs> Oh, my. Shall we have another one, Peggy? I feel reckless. Oh, no, thank you, Daddy. Oh, three hot chocolates is capacity for me. Hmm. Daddy? Yes, dear? You feel better? Well, truthfully, no. (laughs) Oh, my gracious. (laughs) That last marshmallow. Excuse me. Oh, really, it won't be so bad. I mean, having a rich uncle. And just think, Daddy, he won't be asking you for advances. Well, I'd rather have him the worthless, shiftless, lazy, good-for-nothing that he's always been. On account of your mother and you. On account of mother and me? Well, I don't understand, Daddy. Oh, well, dear, we've always been comfortable in our little home, haven't we? Of course we have, Daddy. And we've never wanted for any of the important things, have we? No, Daddy. And we've been happy, haven't we? We sure have. Well, all right, then. Just imagine, what happens when Louie gets his money? First off, he buys the loudest and noisiest car in the world. Mm. And likewise, the loudest and noisiest clothes. He begins entertaining at our house. He invites his friends, loud and noisy. And his, uh, his uh, tomatoes over. <laughs> Don't you see what that'd do to our quiet and peaceful little home? Oh, Daddy, you make it sound just terrible. Well, I'm sorry, dear, but that's how I feel. They say that the meek shall inherit the earth. Well, I seem to have inherited your Uncle Louie, who has inherited great wealth, making me inherit great trouble. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> Well, well, I don't need to ask what you're doing in the kitchen. Now, wait a minute, Mr. Weigel. Now, wait a minute. You can't talk to an air presumptive like that. Air? Hmm. You mean you're going to inherit some money, Louis? In the neighborhood of one million dollars. No. Yes. And that's my favorite neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad to see that your good fortune hasn't changed you, Louis. Nah, except that now I'm eccentric where I used to be impolite and delightfully witty. Where I used to be crude. Well, friends, there's one thing that can be depended on to never change, and that's all sweet margarine. For many generations, homemakers have depended on Swift and Company products, have looked with confidence to the Swift quality seal. And all sweet bears this famous seal of quality. Yes, all sweet is the answer of the Swift scientists to the need for a wholesome table spread that not only tastes good, but that's good for your family. The delicate, natural flavor of all sweet is, of course, the big reason why it's America's favorite margarine. 
Then, too, a mother knows that when she serves all sweets, her children are getting a controlled amount of the important vitamin A. There are 15,000 units of vitamin A to the pound of all sweets. The same amount winter and summer. So for a table spread that's always delicious, always nutritious, get all sweets, the margarine with the delicate natural flavor. some mistake on your part. We, we live here. I'm Mortimer Meek, and this is my daughter, Peggy. Who are you? Quiet, quiet. He's asleep. You want to wake him up with your loud yammering? Now, you look here. You let us into our house. Okay, okay, sister. Only walk quiet on your tippy toes. Like I said, he's asleep, and I want for him to get his lift. Well, may I ask who he is? If I didn't know. Me pal, Louie. He just hired me. Hired you? To do what? Care people? Uh, sister, you are looking at Louie's social secretary in the living place. That's a matter of opinion. Uh, follow me, please. You might have to start on him, Daddy. Order him out of the house. But with a couple of that, he'd be impolite. And, you know, besides, he's kind of big. He looks like a gorilla. Gorillas have more personality. <laughs> Yours will both hold, please, and sit down. Hey! Hmm? The living room. Oh, relax, this is a garnet for move. Could you do the kitchen? If I could be uh, Yeah, uh, we're fixing it up real homeless. Having the phone moved in there, too. Likewise, the pool table. For recreational purposes, naturally. Naturally. And now, if you will both excuse me, i got to get back to me duties. He always likes to have me have a sandwich ready when he wakes up. <laughs> Make yourself the home home, Jack. Well, Father? Oh, well, dear, it seems that we're too late. Your Uncle Louie's already taken over. Yes, your Uncle Louie and his social secretary. Father, do you mean to say that you're going to stand for this and not do anything about well, it? Well, now, now, dear, remember, your Uncle Louie's only my brother-in-law. He's your mother's brother. And sisters are sometimes very peculiar about their baby brother. Baby brother. And baby hippo. Oh, there you are. Where have you two been? Oh, hello, Agatha, dear. Hiya, Ma. Honestly, with all the excitement and everything... I don't see how you could both walk out and leave me here alone. Well, we walk out on account of the excitement and everything. And if you're being alone, well, we just met Louis, social secretary. <laughs> we sure did. Isn't that cute? Yes. Joe is one of Louis's friends. He just happened to be out of work. Yeah, be cute if one of Louis's friends happened to be working. A- and Louis hired him. Wasn't that sweet of Louis? If you ask me, I... Peggy, dear. Yes, Daddy? Why don't you go over to your friend, Jill? Uh, your mother and I have uh, something we'd like to talk over. Okay, okay, I'll go. But every time it looks as though there's going to be a good fight around here, I get chased out. See you later. Oh, Daddy, hmm? remember, be firm. Now, what in the world is the reason for that, Albert? Agatha, dear, sit down, please. Oh, Mortimer. But what did Peggy mean? Yeah, that's better. Now, dear, we've never had a really serious disagreement, have we? Why not, Mortimer? What are you driving at? Uh, 
Well, dear, it's like this. I... I... You what? I... The door is open, Louis. Thanks, Joe. Straighten them up before I start walking with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's Clayton's move. Thanks. Now follow me. And bring along that last piece of pie. I've got it right in my hand. And keep your thumb out of the pillow. Up already, Louis, dear? Did you have a good nap? Oh, just fair, sis, just fair. I was dreaming I was having dinner with Lana Turner, and a guy put it in. Tried to collect my taxes, <laughs> but I pulled him out. Yeah, that's the way, boss. You can't push us around, can you? Nah. <laughs> oh, hiya, Morty. Hello. I didn't see you sitting there. Would you mind getting up? I feel like relaxing in that chair. Come on, come on, get up, yes. chum. Get up! Well, I... You heard the man say he wanted to relax in that chair. Yo, here you are, Louis. Yeah, thanks, Morty. Joe. Oh, yeah? Take it out. With what? I ain't got no pencil. Then remember it. With what? Oh. Just remember me to raise Morty's allowance when my dough comes in. Oh, right, boy. Give more dough to the little smoke. Oh, Morty, my dear, where are you going? Upstairs, dear. This conversation is a little too rich for my blood. <laughs> too rich. <laughs> Did you get it, Joe? Yeah. A little small made of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Mortimer, dear, is there anything wrong? Yeah, no, dear. Oh, I know you don't approve of the way Louis acting, Mortimer. I don't altogether blame you, but try to put yourself in his position. Gee, I'd rather not. But, Mortimer, you don't understand. You see, Louis never had anything before in his whole life. Yeah, I remember those days with plates. And now that he's coming into a fortune... Well, maybe he is a, a bit, a bit... Uh, it makes two bits. Well, a bit... Uh, Repulsive? Mortimer Meek, how can you take that attitude? Oh, oh I'm surprised. Well, Aggie... And I'm not only surprised, I'm shocked. And I'm not only shocked, I'm hurt. But Aggie... Aggie! Now, you think it all over, Mortimer, and decide in your own mind whether you're being unfair or not. Now I'm unfair. Mm. No. Hello. Oh, I tried. Oh. You know the little doghouse I built for trouble. Father. Daughter. Our dog is going to have a roommate. Hmm. Well, I guess it's oh, now, now, Peggy, your mother's very sensitive. No, hold the little doghouse yet, Daddy. I've got a plan. But, Peggy. Hold the bike, Daddy. The ladies are on the way. Get to the bottom of all this confusion, that's why. But how? By talking first to Dr. Furby. Okay, let's go. He's the most confused man I know. Dr. have you written the letter yet for Uncle Louis? Letter? Letter. Oh, you mean the answer to this letter. I was going to forward it to Santa Claus. I'd forgotten where it came from. Uh, Dr. Furby, yes. do you mind if Jill and I take that letter with it? Not at all. Delighted, my dear. Oh, just a moment. Yes? I just want to copy that laundry list off the back of it. Only take a second. I wear false cuffs and false collars, you know. False? Yes, but my own teeth. Oh. Yes. Well, there's your letter, dear. Oh, thanks, Dr. Fermi. Come on, Jill. Get on your horse. We're off to Eric's presumption. Hey, Joe, we come to find out about the legacy left to my uncle. Her uncle is Mr. Louis Lee. Uh, Lee? Lee? 
Let me consult the file. Uh, Lawrence, Leighton, Lazuli, Leo, Leach, uh, Louis, Esquire. Here we are. Oh, swell. Now, can you tell us how much money my uncle had left to him and by whom? Uh, money? Hmm, let me see. I'll have to refer you to the cross index file in Department Q under Queer Bequest. Hello? <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Here, here we are. You mean the money is in that tin box? How is Peggy just saying money in a tin box? Yeah, well, now, the contents are secret, even from us. I say even from us. You may tell Mr. Leach that this bequest was left him by his old friend, Jaime the Horse. Jaime the Horse? You mean... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really a nickname, my child. Say, really a nickname. Jaime's real name was Hyman Perry Mutual. Now, you sign right here, please. All right. Thank you. Oh, yes, and tell Mr. Lee that he owes us a fee of $10. A bill will be mailed to him. I need a horse. Would you believe it? Just imagine a box full of money. Mr. Mutual sure must have thought a lot of your Uncle Louis. Say, Peg, huh? how is this going to change things around your house? Oh, I don't know, Jim, but I'm sure of one thing. If this box is loaded with money, Uncle Louie and his friend Joe won't hang around here. They'll hot put it off somewhere to send it. Well, here goes. And so, Morty, there's going to be some changes made around here. As head of the house, naturally, I will want it. Oh, hiya, Nikki. Hi, Uncle Louie. Hiya, Gil. Don't worry, Daddy. Everything's going to be all right. Huh? Uncle Louie. Eh? Gil and I have been down to Air's Presumptive. Oh, you've been down to... Huh? Down to Air's Presumptive. Here's your legacy. In this huh? tin box. We signed for it, and he owes them ten dollars. Oh, let me at that ever-loving, legitimate letter. Yeah, the lush is laundry. Uh, let me help you open it, Louis. Oh, Brother Louis, this is the most exciting moment of my life. Yeah, mine too, I don't think. Well, uh, hurry up, you. Yeah. Hurry up. Relax. Relax. Uncle Sam's private principal, Keith. <laughs> and now... Uh... Oh, no. Oh, no. Huh? What's the matter? Louis, you look pale. Oh, I said it, Uncle Louis. Why, it, it looks like it... Why, it is. It's a lot of old raffle tickets. Oh. Well, there's a note on top. Read it, Peggy. Okay. Dear Louis, you small. I'm leaving you these old and worthless raffle tickets. Now we're even for the many times you borrowed two bucks from me and haven't paid it back. Ha ha. <laughs> Sign, Jaime the Horse. Oh. Terrible. So, come and work for me, huh? Joe. Be my personal secretary, huh? But Joe. Oh. Hey, your back for all the quarters, you'll own me, huh? And a Joe, Joe. Yeah, that makes us even. And I resign. Oh, Mortimer, do something.
Now, before boiling the grapefruit, sprinkle with sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg, and dots of all sweet. Then for the main course, bring on the waffle iron and a great big pitcher of your best waffle batter. Also, be sure to have another pitcher of hot waffle syrup made with two parts of maple or corn syrup and one part melted all sweet. With the waffles, serve crisp bacon or tiny pork sausages. Of course, you'll remember to have the coffee piping hot for Dad and the milk plentiful for the youngsters. Remember, how your family starts a holiday or any day will have a great deal to do with whether or not it's a good one. So, for real health at breakfast or at dinner, remember all sweet. The margarine with the delicate natural flavor. Much better, my dear. He's got some raw hamburger against his black eye and some well-done hamburger in a sandwich. <laughs> You'll be all right. Oh, Justin, we're right back where we started before Uncle Louie got rich. Mm-hmm. It's a nice feeling, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Having Louie the same, broke, useless, and issuing orders only in his dreams. <laughs> The Meat, starring Forrest Lewis and Burl Vaughn, is written and directed by Les Weinrock. Be sure to join us over these same stations next Saturday when All Sweet, the margarine with the delicate natural flavor. Again, invite you to Meet the Meat. This is John Weigel speaking. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 